If you allow yourself to dream, vividly imagine it in your mind, speak it out in faith, then according to God's word whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believing you shall receive. Jesus said you can have what you say. But somebody said, oh, I don't believe in that. I'm not getting what I say. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. The problem is you're saying what you have. Welcome to All Things Are Possible podcast with your host, S.T. Smith, where you'll get the uncompromised word of God in bite-sized nuggets. So grab your Bible and get ready for some good news. Now here's your host, S.T. Smith. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of All Things Are Possible. I'm your host, S.T. Smith, reminding you that Jesus is Lord of all. Satan has been defeated and now you and I can rule and reign in this life. So with the Bible open on the screen in front of me, let's look at this week's nugget. If you want to put God's principles to motion and, and get them to work for you, then you're going to need to learn what I call kingdom language. And it starts with meditating on God's word. In Joshua 1 and verse 8, God said to Joshua, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay, so imagine if you were there and you were Joshua after Moses died. God just gave you the responsibility of leading three million people. Wow. Now, now, these are the same people that murmured against Moses and said, would to God that we had died in the wilderness in Numbers 14, verse 2. God instructed Joshua how to have good success and how he could deal wisely in all the affairs of life. And this is good information for us, too. God told him to be motivated by his word. The book of the law, this book of the law, he said, the word of God shall not depart out of thy mouth. In other words, Joshua was to keep saying what God said. In Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 to 2, God said, If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Again, this means that the way to have success is to keep speaking God's word. We just have to speak it and speak it. So what does it mean to meditate on the word? Well, God told Joshua to meditate therein. In other words, in the word, day and night. Meditating in the word is vital for prospering the soul, which is our mind and intellect and emotions. Remember, the Apostle John said in, in, in 3 John 2 that he prayed above all things that we would prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. So how do we prosper our soul? by meditating on God's word. Meditate means to dwell on, to think on, to, to mutter or speak to oneself. And if you're listening closely, that was one of the secrets of success right there. Speaking to yourself. God was telling Joshua to get it inside him by quoting what God said with his own voice, by meditating day and night. Now, God didn't mean that Joshua would never sleep. He meant that Joshua was to meditate the word during his waking hours and when he lay down to sleep. Okay, we've talked about that before. Listen, if you would go to sleep meditating on God's word, you can have the things of God before you continually in your spirit at night. 
meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You want to make your way prosperous? Who was going to make Joshua's way prosperous? Joshua. He was the one who would determine his success. Now, that's very important. Some people look for someone else to blame. God said that Joshua would make his own way prosperous if he did what God said to do. Now, that doesn't mean that God didn't have anything to do with Joshua's prosperity, right? I mean, after all, it was God's word that was causing the prosperity. But Joshua had to speak it, and so do you and I. So listen, give God's word first place in your life. Meditate in it. Dwell on it. Speak it to yourself. Mutter it over and over. See it in your imagination. Quote it. It will build a shield of faith around you. Ephesians 6 and verse 16 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Wow. Ephesians 6, verse 10 and 13 through 16. Okay, look, I remember one time I was meditating on the word and, and just praying in the spirit. And I saw that the shield of faith was different than what we normally think of as a shield. You know, like a Roman soldier would use, for example. Those normal shields were only effective where it was held. So the enemy could come in from the side or they could come in from behind it. However, the shield of faith is to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. The shield of faith is created by the words of your mouth. It's like a canopy that spreads out around you from your head to your feet. This atmosphere of faith radiates from you and will stop whatever the devil brings against you. Hallelujah. I like Zechariah 2 and verse 5 in the Amplified Bible. It says, For I declare, says the Lord, I will be a wall of fire around her, protecting her from enemies, and I will be the glory in her midst. Think of your shield of faith as a force field all around you, protecting you. You can compare the shield to a magnet with positive charge, for example. If you lay some metal filings out on a table and run a magnet over them, they'll stick to it. It's like faith attracts God's blessings to you in the same way that a magnet would draw that metal. You'll naturally attract any blessing. On the other hand, a negatively charged magnet placed in the center of those same metal filings will repel all of them. <laughs> you can't move the magnet fast enough to get even one metal filing to touch it. You know, I've heard people say, I don't know why God lets some people have all the blessings. Good deals never seem to come my way. Well, that person is radiating a negative charge. He or she could be in the center of a pool of blessings and yet be repelling them because of the negative charge they're releasing through their words. Look, a negative charge of fear and doubt will cause blessings of God to flee from you. Some people read Ephesians 6.16 like this, and taking the shield of doubt and unbelief, wherewith they can 
be able to quench all the blessings of God. <laughs> no, we don't want that. That verse says to take the shield of faith and quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Look, this is not a theory. It's a law of God's word. So we need to charge our magnet, so to speak. We need to charge it positively. To create the positive charge of faith that will draw God's blessings, you must meditate in God's word. A positively charged atmosphere takes time to develop. It can, it can take months to get into your spirit. But, you know, a man with a negative charge in him is positive about negative things and negative about positive things. We all know people like that. He believes that all negative things are going to come his way. If he gets a raise the first of the month, he would say, well, you just watch and see. We'll probably have a doctor's bill that'll take all the extra money. The man just opened the door to the devil. No matter what good comes his way, he always finds something evil or negative to say about it. It seems as though every bad thing that comes down the road <laughs> stops at his house. Then, of course, that causes him to become even more negative, And that negative charge will repel more blessings and draw negative things to him. He sets up a force field around him by the way he speaks, either positive or negative. Remember, life and death are in the power of the tongue in Proverbs 18, 21. You don't see words coming out of your mouth. You, you, you grasp mental images in your imagination as a result of hearing your words. And remember, words are spirit, life. Words are spiritual forces, uh, containers of power. Jesus said in John 6, 63, it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Words created everything you can see, feel, taste, touch, or hear. Words, spiritual forces, spiritual power created the whole universe. But you may say, hey, yeah, but that was God who created the universe. Well, don't forget in Genesis 1.26, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over all the earth. And then verse 27 adds, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God created us with the same capabilities of speaking spirit words. And we talked about this before. When Adam sinned, he became spiritually dead. And he, he lost the ability to put spirit life into his words. God says that the way to get words to work for you is to put his words in your mouth. This is the only way he could get spiritual life back into man's words. Remember Mark 11 and verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. But like I said in the beginning, Jesus said that people can have what they say, but people are saying what they have. We talked about this before. It's backwards. We have to get it straight. I know this sounds so simple. It almost seems foolish, but yet so profound, right? As long as you say what you have, you'll have what you say and no more. You'll never have more than what you are saying, and you will never get out of the position you're in. 
Look, it's so important. Jesus' words are spirit life. They are spiritual forces sent out from you, which will draw the blessings of God to you. Remember what God told Israel? If you'll hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, declare wholly, completely, louder and louder what I have said, all those blessings will come upon you and overtake you. How many want some blessings to overtake you? Now this is the language of the kingdom. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and come back for the next episode where S.D. Smith teaches how all things are possible through God's word.